Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Coach Tony Salazar, head coach of the Westlake Chaparral, joining us. Our weekly coaches conversation brought to you by Texas Truck and Trailer. Good to see you back in the house. How are you? Good morning, guys. Good morning. Good to see you. Uh, and and I know you'd had some meetings to deal with, and those wrapped up good. So we're glad you were able to uh, able to pop in. I mean, this everything doesn't it? meetings, practices, everything kind of. Uh, I guess accelerates intensity when you get to say now halfway point of the playoffs. Yeah, there's not too much downtime in a day right now. You know, it seems like you're going from one one thing to the next and one meeting to the next meeting, and and all the while trying to prepare your football team, obviously to to get a win on on Saturday afternoon against a, a quality football team in the Brennan Bears. And so uh, we have to make the most of our time, and that's what the message has been to our kids is we don't have time in practice to uh, you know to kind of sleepwalk through the first 15 minutes. We don't have time in practice to you know, not execute at any phase of it or, or let the tempo drop. And it's a uh, sense of urgency. You know, we're all fighting for another day, another day to spend together as a football team and a football family. Can you – are you even able to have to count on more than one hand? I would think not and probably use less than five or four fingers to count the number of practices where you got that vibe where maybe there was a little bit of sleepwalking or just not as ramped up. I mean, I, I have to believe it's probably not too many. No, that's not too many. Obviously, you kind of, every season has a little lull in it. Maybe it's after a a big football game, you know, where you put so much effort into one of these top-tier teams in our program, in our, in our district, that requires so much of, of, you know, your effort and intention. And maybe the next week, you know, no disrespect to anybody, but maybe the opponent isn't as quality as the previous one. And there tends to be maybe in a at a five thirty in the morning practice, you know, maybe a a sleepwalk for the first ten minutes, and, and it takes a little bit of motivation from the coaches to to get going, and and then obviously as we got to about game six or seven of the year, I really saw our senior captains and our senior leaders on our football team really just kind of take over, and and they're the ones that um, you know they test and they know the pulse of our football team when it looks like it's beating too slow. They're the ones to step up, and and that's why obviously it's their football team, and we're at where we're at because of them. I know, Coach. We always ask you how are you, how are you, how's your team doing from a health standpoint. But you know, this far in, everybody's kind of beat up. How much do you have to preach to your kids, and how much do they take it upon themselves to make sure they're getting sleep, they're hydrating, they're eating right, doing all that stuff to to keep themselves in top form by the time you get to game day? Yeah, I mean, you know, I think that was probably the message on Monday morning when we first got back to work. Was, hey guys, in the last three years we, we were fortunate enough to do this and win a state championship. Here's what we've learned. An unhealthy football team is going to win a state championship. Whether you want it or not, yeah. there's going to be an unhealthy football team is going to win a state championship. I said, uh, don't. I'm not going to put you know all my money on it, but I guarantee to say that there's a high probability that of the eight teams left in the Division One bracket, um, all eight of those are not playing with the same 22 starters that started the season. And obviously, that's that's what happens when you have quality football teams that play at a physical fast pace mm-hmm. and. Uh, obviously, injuries happen, and it's obviously uh, that's why they call it a football team, not uh, you know a, a football player. It's a football team, and it's the next guy has the opportunity to step up and step in those roles. We've been doing it, unfortunately, all year long. Right. <laughs> so you know, it's nothing new to us. Uh, obviously, it's uh, you always take a you know a small second to feel obviously a little sad and down for for the kid that obviously 
uh, is going to be out for for a week or for two or for the rest of the season. And uh, but we all rally around them. We pick them up. We're, we're trying to be the best teammates we can be for each other. And then it just it falls on the teammates that are next. You know, the number two, the number three, however it may be. And uh, those guys know that their teammates are count on them to come in and play at the same level the guy in front of them did. Uh, and so at our place, it's just uh, accountability and responsibility. And our kids buy into that. They understand that. And uh, if somebody goes down, it's, it is what it is. It's the next man up. And we've been doing it all year. And there's, there's nothing in my mind that tells me these kids aren't going to re- respond that way any other way other than that for the, le- the next three games. Uh, while we're on that subject, I-, I contacted you on Saturday before we went on the air with Scoreboard Live Saturday night and asked you about Jaden Greathouse, mm-hmm. and you said it wasn't nearly as difficult as you originally thought it was in, in, that, uh, in that he should be good to go. Yeah, I mean, obviously he's been rehabbing all week. He's got a small little kind of thing that's bothered him a little bit. And, but, uh, you know, the rest has obviously helped out, and he's obviously young. The cool thing about Jaden, four years, I don't think he's ever been injured, you know. And so when he had something that just kind of didn't feel right, I think that kind of was more alarming than anything yep. to him uh, because he hasn't felt that type of, you know, that kind of pain or whatever, discomfort. Um, but obviously Cody Watkins, our athletic trainer, and our team doctor, Dr. Newt Hassan, has been doing it for so many years. Everybody around Austin knows Doc Hassan and how much he supports the Westlake Chaparrales. Those guys have – uh, you know, doing a great job of, of getting him healthy and getting him back on the field as soon as possible. Uh, how, how much also, when you get to, to this point, is a feel thing for you as a head coach and for your offensive staff, uh, whether a guy's banged up or maybe you just want to shake things up uh, performance-wise, get a little fire thing. Uh, you know, you had Skinner go back in a quarterback last week, at, at, you know, for Paxton. Uh, how much of that is done by feel when you do that as opposed to out-and-out injury? Um, I think it's all done by, um, you know, the the week of preparation. We have a good idea going into the game what we anticipate happening based on the preparation that any position group has. You know, what, in this case, you're obviously talking about quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. So it, it kind of depends. Obviously, you have a great week of practice. It gives your coaches more confidence to put you in a football game and to lead our football team to a victory. And obviously, if you don't, if there's mistakes along the way, mental errors, you know, being inaccurate with the football – things like that, then obviously, you know, then that doesn't give us most, much confidence as a coach to put you in the game and put you out there front and center to touch the ball every single play. And so that's kind of what goes into every single week, and that's that's what every coach, in, you know, in Texas does when it comes to evaluating that position. And, uh, you know, last week we felt like uh, Skinner had a great week of preparation uh, and going into it, and, and obviously we didn't uh, get the production we wanted out of our first-team offense uh, there to start the football game. So, yeah, last week was actually kind of one of those things – it was a feel in the game, but we knew going into it that there was a great week of preparation that was going to allow us, if we needed to make that change, we felt good about doing it because of the preparation that Skinner put into that week. Uh, it sounds like you are in lockstep with so many other coaches who are not real big believers in the don't practice well, play great on game day thing. It does happen. It, right. There are some guys who are much better gamers than are, than are practice doubt. players. Right. But those are more the exception than the rule, aren't they? I think so. You know, and it's just it's confidence. Your whole football team has to feel confidence. They got to see the execution and and how practices run, and obviously the quality reps that we're getting. And so, um, you know, as coaches, we can sometimes turn a blind eye and say, "Oh, yeah, he's a gamer. I believe in him." When the game comes, he's going to make the play. But when your teammates, all right, if you don't prove that to your teammates that you can make those plays in practice, then obviously that's a harder, tougher sell. And as the head coach, I got to have the whole, obviously the, whole, the team's whole you know mental state and and, and belief in, in the leader on our football team. 
uh, who's going out there to take the snap every single snap. And so um, I think right now, you know, last week, like I said, both those guys are, are performing at a high level. The cool thing is we have competition. And competition obviously makes you better at any position that we go at, that we have at Westlake. And, and obviously those guys continue to grow and develop throughout the year. And both of them are so much better now than when we started the season, no doubt. Visiting with uh, Tony Salazar, head coach of the Westlake Chaperones, a weekly coaches conversation. Stoop, you have something? Yeah, Coach, how do you decide who gets to kick between Aggie, Barnett, and last week I saw Bravo get yeah. in there of the Super Soft, so you yeah. got a lot of kickers. We have three kickers that obviously have opportunities to, to kick the football for our football team. Aggie's typically our PAT uh, extra point guy, so most PATs go through Aggie first. Uh, he's probably our guy somewhere, you know, shorter field goal range, 25, 30-yard field goals is about Aggie's forte. And anything kind of past that, uh, we leave those longer field goal kicks up to Barnett. He's, he's got a longer longer leg. I tell our kids, it's like Aggie's that guy that tees off with a three-wood every single down, every, on every tee box. It's straight down the middle. It might only be 240 yards, but it's right in the middle. It's in play. And then we got Barnett coming in with his driver, and he can hit it 340 yards and drive the green. Or we could put one out of bounds. So you, you have to weigh those as a coach and say, here it is. Here's what we are. And so we've kind of found that, you know, that, uh, that happy medium there of understanding the strengths of both of our kickers. And Bravo, heck, last week we lined up with two kickers on a kickoff team. Obviously give our opponent something else to work on. Um, and, heck, the first time he's lined up out there, he's the kind of the decoy. He, he's not kicking it. But he runs down the field and he makes the tackle on the kickoff. Because he wears number 53. Number 53. So he was a decoy kicker, all right, drops his hand, he's going to go kick it. The other kicker ends up kicking it, but he runs down the field and he makes the tackle inside the 20-yard line. And it was just uh, – he's a former safety back in back in his freshman year, so he knows how to tackle, and obviously he was pumped up and fired up. So those guys have a role. Like I said, competition. And uh, they both know that, hey, if, if one of them's not getting it done, the other one's there and ready. And that could happen. It's the same as – we talked about with the quarterback position a while ago. We talk about with, you know, our, our safeties and our corners. Same thing happens in our kicking room. And we 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 are not going to put all of our eggs in one basket at Wesley High School. We're going to try to develop all of our kids in our program. We're going to try to have you know twos and threes ready to be one play away from being the guy. And obviously to this point, uh, luckily we prepared that way because we've had that's been put to test this year. Coach, uh, let's let's start talking about Brennan. Uh, Coach Bazer, I've known him for a while now, and and he's built that thing from from the ground up. Uh, when you watch them on tape, good guy, by the way, Coach Bazer. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. When, when you watch them on tape, do they remind you of anybody you played this year? Maybe maybe a mixture of teams you played this year. Yeah, a little bit. You know, I think uh, skill-wise, they're, they're, they're talented and they do some things on offense with some motions and some shifts, for, kind of similar to Bowie. Um, you know, a lot of kind of changing the strength with motion, one receiver jogging all the way across the field. You know, post-snap, you know, some hard count stuff, and then shift into another. Sometimes we'll see three different formations before they ever snap the football. Mm-hmm. And so those things obviously cause, you know, there's, there's a challenge to that. And obviously the mental preparation in the game is really, really important this week for our kids. They're watching so much tape. They're studying so much. Uh, it's about this time, guys, in the playoffs every single year that we have kids and seniors on our football team that understand the 40-minute window we had to watch film during our leg period is not enough. Yeah, and so they're coming after school to watch, or they're staying at their lunchtime and watching it on their own time at lunchtime. Or, hey, coach, te- getting a text at eight thirty, nine o'clock at night. Hey, I got the the DBs ready. We're ready to zoom and watch film tonight, coach. Can you watch film with us? I mean that 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 uh, it awesome. warms your heart. You know, yeah, you're like, not going to say no. Yeah, I mean <laughs> you're not going to say no. And it's like when your kids live that way and they want to prepare that way. I think it speaks volumes for their buy-in, you know, to to win and their buy-in to each other. 
Uh, how about your impression of the DuBose brothers? Start with Ashley. Yeah, obviously. I mean, obviously there's two of them. The quarterback, for you guys that are listening and don't know, uh, there's two twin brothers. The quarterback is number eight. Uh, he's about 6'3", I'd say right around 200 pounds. And then he has a slot receiver uh, brother who's about 6'4", maybe an inch taller, maybe about five pounds lighter. Uh, but obviously they have a tremendous connection being twin brothers. And you, you see plenty of touchdown passes being thrown between the two. Um, the quarterback is obviously a dual threat guy. They will run him in the run game, and obviously they they use his arm out in space and with bootlegs and sprint outs to be able to get the ball to those those skill players. They're talented in you know all their skills on both sides of the ball. Their safeties and their corners are athletic. Their receivers and running back and quarterback are athletic. Um, and then obviously their defense and offensive line they, they work well together. And so it's a complete football team. They are twelve and one. They lost the first game of the season to steal by one point. So they're one point away from being 13-0, just like the Westlake Shaps. And when you look at the points for and the points against, they're, they're right there in the same, same ballpark as us and scoring just about the same amount of points, giving up just a, a couple more points. So it, everything that I'm showing our kids, I think, has their full attention about how good of a program all right, Coach Bazar is running down there at Brendan. And we have some history. We've played them in the playoffs you know, twice before. And so we know what they're made of. We know they're a physical bunch and, and – they got our full attention. There's no doubt. They also have a, seem to have a lot of savvy about them. I mean, it takes something to hit that fourth and twelve touchdown yeah. pass there, which was a backbreaker, obviously, uh, for Lake Travis with what they did on that drive there in the fourth quarter. Yeah, we're sitting in it. We had the opportunity to stop and watch that game on the way back from from playing our game last weekend, uh, and we stopped. We played at, the, at Alamo Stadium, and then we got to stop in New Braunfels Canyon and see the Lake Travis game and the Brennan game. Um, you know, after our game that night and a little cold, rainy night. And we saw that play, yeah, and it was it was a big momentum changer in the game. And to go forth, forth and whatever it was, 12 or 15, and to throw, you know, a, a tremendous strike on a double move that was pretty well defended. and uh, But obviously a good throw and a good catch sometimes beat the best defended routes. And um, they made it at the right time, and it, it's the connection between those two brothers that obviously is, is scary. And it lets you know that um, you better be, you know, on top of your game and I think eight's comfortable whenever he gets in trouble and he knows who he's looking for, and that's number six, his brother. And so um, our hands are full, um, but, uh, you know, our kids have a great start to the week. We're kind of a day back in our preparation because of a Saturday schedule. Today was really only our second practice of the week. And so tomorrow will be our third, and then Friday will be like a typical Thursday for a Friday game. Uh, and then obviously we get on the bus and go down and travel to San Antonio and, and hopefully get after the Brennan Bears. It, it always takes a little bit of adjustment when you first make that jump right. over. You had to do it from Thursday to Friday and now Friday to Saturday. And then uh, assuming everything goes well this week, then you're kind of in a rhythm for those last two weeks. Yeah, you know, it's our first Saturday game. And so it was a little bit of a change here to start the week. But our kids, uh, you know, enjoyed sleeping in on Monday morning. They enjoyed, uh, as coaches, we enjoy the extra time to try to get you know, one extra film session in yesterday that we wouldn't have got before a typical first practice. So we feel like we're a little bit ahead. But obviously, when you're breaking down 13 football games of an opponent, there's a lot of offense and a lot of defense. And as a coach, you have to decipher what information do we need to get to our players. And uh, and that's tough. And obviously, like I said, I think at this point in time, these late games in the season, rounds four, five, and six – I think the mental preparation is, is so much more important than the physical preparation at this point. Uh, we know our guys can play physical. They know how to play physical. Uh, it's a matter of right knowledge of assignment, know where to get lined up, what to do, 
and obviously being able to anticipate uh, your opponent's next move. Y'all, uh, y'all stopping at the Golden Corral on the way down, or just just <laughs> I want you to leave the well, parking lot, just just head on down. Well, we got us a Luby's about ten miles, oh, ten nice. minutes from the Alamo Dome and and downtown San Antonio. So. Everything's shaping up for the chaparrales. That's why I told the boys we get a chance to, to wear some white. Uh, we hadn't worn all white jerseys in a while, uniforms. We wore them white ti- one time early in the season. Actually, at Westlake, it's kind of the last few years has turned into we only wear all white in the playoffs. And uh, this year we've only did it one time, and we broke it out for some guys that uh, had a good football team down there in Dripping Springs hmm. about week seven. And that's the only time this year we've worn that. And so our kids are fired up about the opportunity to go out there and, and wear these uh, these all white uniforms, and um, you know, go into a hornet's nest. You know, San, all San Antonio is going to be there, and they're going to be supporting yep. the only team San Antonio team left, and we know that. And uh, but we're going to have all of Westlake there, and uh, we're going to have a, a bunch of kids that uh, about 120 kids that are prepared and all bought in. And like I said, uh, if the rest of the week week's preparation is is close to what the first couple days have been. Uh, our kids are going to be, you know, wired for sound, ready to go play on Saturday afternoon. I'm impressed you found a Luby's. That's got to be a good omen. Yeah, <laughs> there's Luby's there, and, and that's really – and when you start going into talking about our different venues to play different sites, it's one of the very first things I look for. It's like, if there's a where is there a Luby's close, <laughs> all right, to along the way between our, our trek to wherever it is we're going. And so uh, everything's checking out, you know, and we get to be the first game in Saturday at the Dome, so uh, we're not in anybody's way. Nobody's in our way, and, and – uh, so it's uh, we've we've been there a time or two. We've had good luck and good fortune at the dome, uh, but uh, obviously we we're, we're playing San Antonio's best football team, and uh, uh, I think it's safe to say that uh, they're playing Austin's best football team. No doubt. Hey, appreciate you uh, dropping by again in a busy week, Tony. Thanks. All right, thanks, guys. That's Tony Salazar, head coach of the Westlake Chaparrales. We'll uh, have inconceivable coming up.